0: Thank you, Michael Ann. You're always wonderful. Good morning, everybody. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, you've told us always to be joyful, to never stop praying, to be thankful in all circumstances, for this is your will for us in who we belong, Christ Jesus. Father, how can we accomplish these things? Jeremiah tells us in the Old Testament, Blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for loving us so much that you would come to earth and suffer and die so that we might be saved through grace, by grace through faith in you. Words cannot express the depth of gratitude and love that we have. Knowing that you love us so very dearly, as we look at the vastness of your creation, And realize the enormity of your person. We are astonished that you should care for us. How can it be that you died for us? When we were dead in our sins and at enmity with God, thank you that you provide for us day by day and that when we are weak and fearful, you hold us up and have promised to be with us always. Lord Jesus, there is no end to your goodness. And there is no end to our love and gratitude for all you are to us. We praise your holy name forever and ever. Amen. Our New Testament scripture reading today comes from the book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, starting with verse 12, it's page 1257 in our Pew Bibles. Listen to the word of the Lord. We ask you, brothers, to respect those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. And we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, Be patient with them all. See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies, but test everything. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil.
1: Good morning. morning. Today's Old Testament passage comes from the book of Job. If you'll open your Bibles to the book of Job. Job chapter 1, uh, verses 13 through 22. It can be found on page 528 in your pew bible Job 1 13 through 22 says this now there was a day when his sons and daughters speaking of Job were eating and drinking wine with their, at their oldest brother's house and there came a messenger to Job and said the oxen were plowing and the donkeys were feeding beside them and the Sabians fell upon them and took them and struck down the servants with the edge of the sword and I alone have escaped to tell you While he was yet speaking, there came another and said, The fire of God fell from heaven and burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them. And I alone have escaped to tell you. And while he was yet speaking, there came another and said, the Chaldeans formed three groups and made a raid on the camels and took them and struck down the servants with the edge of the sword. And I alone have escaped to tell you. And while he was yet speaking, there came another and said, your son's And daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house, and behold, a great wind came across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house, and it fell upon the young people, and they are dead, and I alone have escaped to tell you. Then Job arose and tore his robe, and shaved his head, and fell on the ground and worshipped. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb and naked shall I return. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And in all this, Job did not sin or charge God with wrong. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Lord, again, we thank you for this time. We ask that you would transform us in the hearing of your word for your glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Uh, in an effort to be completely transparent, I, I must admit three things this morning. One, I wish I would have thought of that roller coaster analogy. That was good. Man, I was slow on that one. Uh, two, last night I dreamt four different times, four different dreams that this sermon this morning went so terribly bad that Howard pulled me off the stage. (laughs) Thankfully, Howard's not here, but I'm pretty sure Paul could tackle me if he wanted to. (laughs) The third thing I have to admit is this. It's simply the fact that the material that I'll share with you today uh, really isn't original to me, I'll admit that. Uh, About once a year, I listen to the same two podcasts... Uh, that are oh, actually their old Focus on the Family episodes. One is called Moulder of Dreams, and that's with Guy Dowd, Teacher of the Year in 1986, National Teacher of the Year. If you're a teacher, I highly recommend uh, that you listen to that one for yourself. It's a two part one, one of the best Focus on the Family episodes I listen to. The other one that I listen to every year is called Evie Hill on the Death of His Wife. Uh, it is uh, Reverend Dr. Evie Hill's funeral sermon. After his wife passed from cancer. So if you want to hear this sermon. Only much much better. I encourage you to take a listen to Dr. E.V. Hill. On the death of his wife. But I also must be honest. uh, This is actually a bittersweet moment for me. Um, I find myself in the middle of a transition. Uh, And mine is not just a transition from 2017 to 2018. Uh, Mine is... A career shift. Today is my first day, today is my last day as staff of First Presbyterian Church and my first day as full time Young Life staff. For the first time in my adult life, I, literally, I, for the first time in my entire adult life, I will not be a staff member at any church. I'm shifting from staff at First Press to staff at Young Life. And a few weeks ago, as I talked about this transition to uh, one of the members of our church, uh, he kindly commented that he was going to miss my preaching. And I let him know that I'd looked at the preaching calendar for next year and that I was still on the preaching calendar several times next year. The only difference is that now I would be doing it for free. So he looked at me and said, looks like we'll finally be getting our money's worth. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I do find myself with the sense of uncertainty as I make this transition. I have zero idea of what lies ahead for me. And maybe you feel that exact way coming into 2018. Uncertain about what the next year holds. I do believe that our passage today gives us some great insight as we look back at 2017 and forward to 2018 or as we face any transition in our life there's several things that we can learn from this passage like michael ann said job had the worst day ever a terrible oh good awful not nice day whatever that book is right terrible i've had some bad days but i've never had a day like that And I'm impressed that in all of this, one of the first things Job says is he, as he begins to process this idea, naked I came into this world, naked I will leave. He begins to give this great idea that I think resonates with most of us, that most of us could say amen to. The very next thing he says is, the Lord gave. Gave. There are moments in your life when you will experience God's blessing. And for that, I am thankful. That is amazing. Job had experienced it. He was a wealthy man. Make no mistake, God's blessing is more than monetary. Job had so much going for him. Not only did he have cattle and sheep and camels, he was blessed by having children And children are part of that blessing from the Lord. I know you don't feel like that when they're two, but they are part of God's blessing on our lives. Job had not just wealth and a great family. Job had health. Job was healthy. Job could look at his life and say, God has given. The Lord has given. I know that we can look back at 2017 and we can look at those moments where we could say the Lord has given. I look at my I look at my life. And I and I know that there's those moments when I look and I think, yep, the Lord gave. Maybe in your life, you look back and you got an unexpected raise or a promotion. And you can say, the Lord gave. And together we could all echo, blessed be the name of the Lord. Because it's really easy to do that, blessed be the name of the Lord, when the Lord has given. You can look back on your life, and maybe you had the birth of a child or a grandchild. Anyone have any births this year? I'm not putting my hand up because we had none, and don't expect any for a while. But did any of you have a child or grandchild? Raise your hand for me. And you look at that baby and you know the Lord has given. And together all of us can say, all of us can say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Try that. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You look at that baby. Or maybe you've been battling cancer for a while. And finally in 2017, the doctor told you your cancer's in remission. And you look at that moment and you say, the Lord has given. And together we can say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Or maybe, uh, maybe, you have, maybe you got a diploma or a degree that you've been working hard. High school was tough. And finally in 2017, you graduated. College has been rough. Grad school has been tough. But finally, you've got that degree. You've got that diploma. You can hang it on your wall. And you hold it in your hand. And you say to yourself, the Lord has given. And together, we can echo with you, blessed be the name of the Lord. Maybe you were finally able to start that business that you wanted to start for years. And it's growing and it's thriving and you look forward to going to work every morning. And you look every day that you unlock that door to your business, you look and you say, the Lord has given and we join you in worshiping God by saying, blessed be the name of the Lord. Or maybe you just stayed healthy this year. No major illnesses, nothing catastrophic. Maybe you just kind of just cruised through 2017. No big ups, no big downs. It was a good year and you could look back at 2017 and I can look back at 2017 and we can look at those moments and we know that the Lord has given and in those moments we could worship God. We could all together say, blessed be the name of We can look forward to 2018 and know that there will be moments when everything seems to fall into place for us. When everything seems to break our direction. I know that that's going to happen because my God is faithful. As uncertain as I might be about this transition to young life, I know God is faithful and that I'm going to find moments to say the Lord has given. Blessed be the name of the Lord. As uncertain as we might be about what 2018 might hold. There are going to be those moments where you can look at 2018 and know that the Lord has given. And you will remember in those moments to say, blessed be the name of the Lord. In the midst of your uncertainty, I can assure you that God is good and you will find those moments of unexpected blessing that'll have you saying blessed be the name of the lord but i do want you to understand this those moments of blessing have nothing to do with your merit god doesn't bless you because you're good God doesn't bless you because you're handsome and yes, I am handsome. <laughs> God doesn't bless you because you're smart or because you've done enough. God's blessing on your life. Those moments of unexpected blessing and when you, when you find yourself saying, the Lord has given, blessed be the name of the Lord. Have less to do about your merit and everything to do They speak less about who you are, and they speak all about who God is. Because guess what? The good find moments of blessing in in which they say, the Lord has given. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But even the bad find those moments of unexpected blessing in which they can say, the Lord has given. Blessed be the name of the Lord. As a matter of fact, Matthew chapter 5, verse 45 reminds us. He makes the sun to rise on the evil and on the good. He makes and he sends the rain on the just and the unjust. If you'll let me paraphrase, the sun comes up in Oklahoma and Texas (laughs) but let's be honest we are enamored with this idea of the Lord giving we love that idea that idea gets us excited gives us butterflies in our tummy and that's why we like books like Your Best Life Now That's why the prosperity gospel is a force to be reckoned with within the American church, because we are enamored of this idea that God is a giver. And I'd love to say that 2017 was only about and the Lord gave. I'd love to say that 2018 will only be about And the Lord gave. I'd love to say that my transition that I'm taking will only be about and the Lord gave. But that isn't a biblical perspective of 2016, 2017, 2018. That isn't in keeping with our experience of 2017. That isn't in keeping with what we know will happen in 2018. That isn't in keeping with the biblical perspective. Because Job doesn't just stay with and the Lord gave. Job is brave enough to admit. And the Lord has taken away. Job recognized that just as he had benefited from the blessings of God, not everything always went his way. Not only did things not only go his way, sometimes, Job admits, sometimes it even feels like God is taking something from me. He lost his children. He lost his wealth. He was about to lose his health as we read further into Job. And Job recognizes the Lord gave. Yes. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But he also recognizes, and the Lord has taken away. See, we recognize God as a giver, but we we have a hard time hearing that sometimes. He takes from us also. We want to believe that God's plan for me is only to give me, give me, give me, give me. And that sounds great, but that's not in keeping with a biblical perspective of life. That's not in keeping with our understanding even of last year, 2017. It won't be our experience in 2018 either. And then we get this temptation to attribute everything that we lose to the enemy. Because we understand scripture. We do. The enemy comes to do what? Steal, kill, and destroy. He's like a lion seeking whom to devour. And we want to attribute to him every loss that we have in life. But don't give him that much power. He can't touch me willy-nilly. He can't do anything to my life. In her book, God, Who Are You? Anne Morgan Meisner writes, absolutely nothing can happen to us that has not filtered through his great, big, ever-loving finger. The devil can't touch me willy-nilly. Even with Job, the devil couldn't touch Job because Job had a hedge of protection around him. The devil had to go and ask permission from God. Sure, he worships you. Look at everything he has. But let me take that away. And God says, okay, just don't touch his body. And Job stays strong. And the devil comes before the Lord. Sure, he's got his health. Okay, but don't take his life. Because devil, you can't take anything I don't give you permission to take. The devil doesn't have that power. In God's hands are the keys to life, death, and the grave. We think God only wants to give to us because we wrongly believe that God's desire is to make us happy. God's plan for you is not to make you happy. God's plan for you is to mold you into the image of God. Second Corinthians chapter three uh, verse 18 uh, says this, "And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image. From one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. He is transforming us into his image. We are created as image bearers of God. And God desires to return us to our position as image bearers of God. And to do that, sometimes he has to take a few things away. An urban legend is told of Michelangelo's being congratulated at the unveiling of his masterpiece, the famous statue David. And someone said, how in God's name name, could you have achieved a masterpiece like this? From a crude slab of marble, a fan is supposed to have asked. Michelangelo says, it was easy. All I did was chip away everything that didn't look like David. When things don't go our way, we must see them. When things don't go our way, we must see the fact that God is allowing our circumstances to reveal those areas that don't look like Jesus so he can begin to chip them away. And here's the key. In those moments when the Lord gave, Job was able to say, blessed be the name of the Lord. But in that moment when it felt like everything was being taken away, Job was still able to say, blessed be the name of the Lord. We easily bless the name of the Lord when things go our way, but Christian maturity demands that we learn to say, blessed be the name of the Lord. in the difficult times too. In our New Testament passage, we read this give thanks to god what in all circumstances always for this is god's will for your life sometimes we, we 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 beat our heads trying to find out what god's will for our lives is well it's right there his will for our lives is to learn how to give thanks to god in every circumstance Now, I want you to understand a couple of things. One, it says give thanks to God in every circumstance, not for every circumstance. When my father-in-law passed away several years ago, I was able to thank the Lord in that circumstance. But I was not thanking the Lord that my father-in-law passed away. That was my experience. Your experience might vary. When you lose your job, you're not to thank God that you lost your job. But in the midst of that desperation, in the midst of that difficult moment, you're to say, you know what? Bless the Lord anyway. When things get tough, and they will get tough in 2018, you are to say, you know what? I don't thank you that things are tough. But even when things are tough, I will say, blessed be the name of the Lord. We take the good from God, but we must also take the bad. In our uncertainty, we must be able to say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Maybe you look back at 2017, and there's those moments of difficulty that you saw in 2017. Maybe you lost your job. Orlando, that was the hardest thing I ever did. You know what? Even in that, blessed be the name of the Lord. I don't know if any of Cynthia Rittenberry's family is here today, but she just passed away. Services will be here on Tuesday at 2 o'clock. And no, we don't thank God that she passed away. But even in the midst of having lost a precious saint of this church and a loved one, we can still say, blessed be the name of the Lord. When your car breaks down, When you've only got beans in the refrigerator. When your wife left you and your dog left you and your truck didn't work because you're a cowboy. In every one of those circumstances, guess what? Christian maturity demands that we learn to say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Does everything always run smoothly as a church? no but even in the struggles Christian maturity demands that we learn to say everyone blessed, blessed be the name of the Lord I love the way the prophet Habakkuk says it in Habakkuk 3 17 through 19 Habakkuk grabs on to this idea though the fig tree should not blossom nor fruit beyond the vines The produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food. The flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. And then he gives that little secret. God, the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the deers. He makes me tread on my high places. The Lord gave. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Pray with me. Lord, we're thankful for your goodness. And your faithfulness. And we recognize that there are those moments when we have your undeserved, unmerited, unexpected blessing. And in those moments, we say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. We recognize that life doesn't always turn our direction. It doesn't always go as we expected. The outcome isn't always as we would have desired. But even in those difficult times, we are committed to saying, blessed be the name of the Lord. In 2018, in the good, we'll say, blessed be the name of the Lord. And in the bad, we'll say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Because you are great.